You're listening to Veterinary Vertex, a podcast of the AVMA Journals. In this episode, we chat with one of our Journal Award winners, Shirley Cott. Welcome to Veterinary Vertex. I'm Editor-in-Chief Lisa Fourier. I'm joined by Associate Editor Sarah Wright. Today, we have Shirley joining us, and it's 4 a.m. in Hong Kong. So thank you, Shirley, so much for getting up before your busy workday and being with us here today. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I'm Shirley. Nice chatting with you all. All right, let's dive right in. Shirley, you are a resident award winner for your AJVR article, Biomechanical Evaluation of Locking versus Non-Locking 2.0 Millimeter Malleable L-Miniplate Fixation of Simulated Caudal Mandibular Fractures in Cats. What was your reaction when you found out that you were nominated and then when you found out you had won? Well, I felt very, very honored and glad that I got nominated for the award. You know, like getting a research published is not easy. And then publishing in a journal with high impact factor like AJVR is a rec- accomplishment. And now receiving the award just brings another highlight. And I remember I was working in the laboratory, practicing on some procedures for upcoming surgeries. And then there came my supervisor, Boaz RZ, and then shared with me that, oh, you got the award. And I was so delighted and excited. And the same research indeed won the Outstanding Small Animal Research Study Award at UC Davis Health Officer Research Symposium a few months ago. And it's just a solid piece of evidence that the research itself and the team effort got recognized at a national level. And I'm very, very grateful that I received unfailing guidance and support from my supervisor and also my mentors in the project, who are all the giants as well as the experts in the field. And of course, I'm very, very thankful to the selection committee that I was granted the award. It means a lot and also brings encouragement to young researchers like me. Well, that's fantastic, Shirley. Congratulations again. I, I, I didn't know about your Davis Award as well, so dual congratulations. Thank you. We were so excited to implement this initiative for journal awards in JAVMA and AJVR to recognize and encourage, as you just said, growing clinicians and researchers. For you specifically, how has winning this award affected your outlook on your career path? Well, um, winning the award itself, it, it gives me confidence to conduct like in, impactful research, and it definitely further strengthens me um, to dedicate to scientific exploration and to bring advancement to the field. And it just makes me realize I love research. I really like it. And also, this journal award brings credibility and opens door to new opportunities. So now I'm currently practicing as a clinician in Hong Kong, but I remain as a research affiliate of UC Davis. So these two positions, it allows me to practice evidence-based medicine every day and be on top of most of the updated research and conduct research for collaboration with scholars. And besides, the award provides recognition from my peers and colleagues. This is evident by the fact that I was selected um, as the American Veterinary Dental College, the AVDC Outstanding Candidate this year, with one of the selection criteria based on publications as well as the, the research. So to conclude, winning this award, it brings a lot of positive impacts to my career path. And again, I'm very, very grateful and honored to be one of the award winners. 
Congratulations, too, on your American Veterinary Dental College Award. Look at you. You're sleeping the awards circuit this year. (laughs) Well, all started with the AJVR Journal Award. Thank you. (laughs) Well, we're happy to hear that. We're hoping that these awards do help to propel young clinicians and researchers along their career paths. So that's great to hear. Thank you. And then as someone who just graduated a couple of years ago, I can relate to the many amazing career paths in our veterinary profession. What advice would you share with veterinary residents that are hoping to publish manuscripts? Well, I do have several pieces of advice to share. So I'll go by, you know, one by one. So first is ask yourself why. So why are you involved with the research project? So one needs to know the reason you want to publish and be a personal driver so that one can have a base point. Conducting research is not easy and can be challenging. We all know about it, especially during residency. Well, how packed the residency schedule can be, like we all know. So by reminding oneself of the reason and staying focused, you'll be amazed how far those can lead you to. Second, read more articles and discuss them um, during the journal cups will definitely help um, the fundamental research skills. And most importantly, critically analyzing them so that you gain the critical appraisal skills. So when the skills are required, acquired, the resident should be able to review his or her own research to determine its usefulness and applicability and also the readiness for publication. Third, appreciate the value of quality mentoring. So I'm very, very fortunate to have numerous experts in the field as my mentors. And mentors should be able to build the mentee's capacity by sharing their skills, their knowledge, as well as their experience, which are all invaluable. And a good mentoring relationship supports a strong research team, improve the work efficiency, as well as enhance the productivity. So therefore, if you do not have a mentor, find one. That said, mentees, they have the responsibility to perform the research activities and then seek feedbacks on the performance and be willing to take um, criticism. So these are all the advice that I have for the future um, residents who want to publish articles. Yeah, thank you, Shirley. All really, really good points. One thing I would also add to that that I can clearly hear in your voice, and I know your mentors, so uh, is passion. You Mm -hmm. clearly have a a passion for research and not just research, our profession and helping make make our patients better. Of course, can't agree with that many more. Very true. Yeah. Uh, congratulations again. And as we wind down, we like to ask one of our uh, most favorite little bit of a personal question. Shirley, what is the oldest or the most interesting item in your desk drawer? Whoa, what a question. Um, So I have a travel bear, very, very tiny little teddy bear um, that basically uh, has been with me for more than 20 years. So that is uh, the most uh, interesting and, um, you know, literally the piece of toys, it's a piece of something that I share with everybody. Um, my mentors, uh, Boaz, Frank, they all know this bear because I bring this bear all around the world. Um, in Australia, in Canada, in the States, I would, <laughs> basically I would say everybody in Davis know about this bear as well. Because basically I took pictures of it um, in front of Davis. Um, the VMTH hospital. And then it's it was with me all the time. So it's just a little me and then remind myself that, yep, 
I like bear. I like animals. And that's the reason, one of the reasons why I'm studying veterinary medicine and be part of it. <laughs> Very cool. Have you ever heard of Flat Stanley? No. What is it? I see exactly Lisa. what I thought of Sarah. I was like, that's <laughs> Flat Stanley for Hong Kong. <laughs> I think it's based off a book. Is that correct, Lisa? It is. It is. Okay. I need to read something like more about that, but thanks for Flat, letting me know. Flat Stanley kids get in about first or second grade. And it's a way to teach them about geography. So it's literally like a paper doll. Okay. And you send it to one of your aunts or a niece or a cousin or a friend or somebody. And that, that flat Stanley doll, then whoever you send it to, like, if you sent me your flat Stanley, I would take it out to the barn and take a picture with it. I'd take it to an ice hockey game and take a picture. And so you learn about the local geography of someplace. And sometimes they fly with a flat Stanley. It's actually really, it sounds very similar to your bear. Interesting. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun, but it's nice to have like a memento too that we can take with us on our travels and just really shows us too how far we've come. So that's crazy. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. So just like there was a time I was traveling in Yellowstone um, and then there was a sign saying, watch out for bears. And then I just like literally brought up my bear. I always travel with one. It's okay. <laughs> That's awesome. I was living in Vancouver, British Columbia for a year. And during mm -hmm. bear season, I tried to take some of my friends hiking and all the trails I wanted to go to were closed because of bears. So I didn't have a little bear with me, but I sure saw the signs and we saw two bears on the highway, which was very interesting and also very terrifying at the same time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And just thank you again, Shirley, for being here with us on the podcast and for submitting your manuscript to AJVR and for being an incredible award winner. We look forward to seeing how your career progresses. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa and Sarah, for inviting me to join the podcast. Really enjoy chatting with you, too. And congratulations to all of our Journal Award winners. To our listeners, if you have a student, intern, or resident author who is an author in JAFMAR AJVR and you'd like to nominate them, nominate them today. Please see our website for further instructions. You can read Shirley's manuscript and AJVR on our journal's website. I'm Sarah Wright, joined by Lisa Fortier. We want to thank each of you for joining us on this episode of the Veterinary Vertex podcast. We love sharing cutting-edge veterinary research with you, and we want to hear from you. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to.